Blog Talk Radio. Halloween tradition where it's like 
you would get the campfire, and then everyone would sit around and tell a spooky story. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That's right. A spooky story where you just all creeping out, roasting marshmallows or hot dogs over the campfire in the yeah. woods where it's dark and there's nothing but crickets and frogs and things in the woods. Yeah. I miss yeah. those days when Halloween was a more social holiday. <laughs> well, especially not this year. <laughs> well, no, it's been, you know, it's been a long, it's been quite a few years before this when they started the whole trunk or treat thing where you would go to a designated circle and give out the candy and then go home and that would be it. Oh, we never did that here. Everybody still did the house-to-house thing out in California. Yeah, here too. That's really started within the past decade, around 2000 or so. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. My my last child stopped trick-or-treating about five years ago, I guess. So, no longer than that. (laughs) Maybe seven years ago. Yeah, and there'd be parties, and you don't see many people having parties anymore. They'd rather just stay on the on the interwebs. Mm-hmm. And then there's the group of people who want to move Halloween to the last Saturday of the month because they think it is dangerous. All the Karens want to move the Halloween want to move Halloween to the last Saturday of the month. Instead of well, they get the wish this month, this year. <laughs> That's true, but not next year. Mines have a meeting tomorrow night. I mean, this oh, yeah. Saturday. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? It's a little early, isn't it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, more than a little early, two weeks. Let's have trick-or-treating every night for the next two weeks of October. I like that idea. Hmm. We never get any trick-or-treaters here anyway. I try. I buy a bowl of candy, and they never show up. Yeah, same here, too. I live out in the country. No one comes out anymore. Mm -hmm. But at least we have to. Streaming this year with at least a decent amount of choices about having to go out. That's true. Lots of movies on. And lots of stories too. Like uh, you have a a couple of shows probably coming up before Halloween. I do. I have a couple of stories come out before then. And um Do you have any recommended ways Oh, cool. Do you have any recommended way for people to listen to your show? I personally recommend the podcast, not YouTube. I would never recommend YouTube to anybody except for my friend's T V show on YouTube, but Yeah. Um good. that's different. That's not me. And my show is now podcast. I have it on YouTube if you must but um, 
I would say Apple Podcasts or Spotify are probably the two most popular ways to get it. Uh, well, mine on Halloween, oh, we uh, just get a candle or a low light and listen to them in the dark. Mm-hmm. Set the mood. Definitely. Definitely. But yeah. Fall into a hot bath with a hot cocoa and a hot apple cider and try it on a candle and just listen to horror stories. Yeah. And get scared yeah. or else she'll be disappointed. <laughs> what do you mean you didn't get scared? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is scary now? Yeah. Trying to find the oh, scariest thing. About 30 minutes ago, that one, uh, Don't Blink. That's like a ghost story, isn't it? Which one? I remember one? the title, Don't Blink. Oh, Don't Blink. Oh, I don't know what that is. I just watched that. And nobody, it doesn't tell you what it is. It's like, was it the apocalypse? Was it, were they all dead? No, I don't know. It doesn't explain it. I've never liked obtuse movie like there's this one called Sun Choke, where when I watched it in a movie festival and I had to write a review, I couldn't even I couldn't write a synopsis because I didn't know what the hell was going on. Exactly, it's the same thing. <sighs> People just. Disappear and there's no explanation at the end. Everybody disappears but one. What happens to them? But yeah. you can't. It, it reminds me of when I was a kid. My mom used to take me to these to these religious things at church. These religious movies at church, and they were basically horror movies. I mean, without oh, a lot of Lord, flasher. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna. You know what? You're gonna be part of the forty-four thousand who disappear. Everybody's going to disappear shaving or whatever they're doing at the time. They're going to disappear and go to heaven, and the rest of the people are going to live on hell on earth, and they're going to either chip you or cut off your head. That kind of thing. I was like, wow, that's kind of cool. Oh, I've got those movies on uh, DVD. uh, uh, Cry in the Dark series. (laughs) Well, you know, what we watch. Oh, you're the most horrible film. I mean, they don't yeah. just cut your head off with uh, a guillotine. They cut your head off with a blood-soaked guillotine that looks like they haven't washed it <laughs> in Exactly. Right. It's like, where's the next person? The whole head rolls over and stares at you. It's like, oh, yeah, Mom, thanks. No, I... I was watching Night of the Living Dead when I was six, so it doesn't really phase me, but, you know, and she took me to see Jaws and The Omen, so I'm, you know, I love you, Mom. You're wonderful. My mom is wonderful. Mine took me to see When a Stranger Calls. You don't talk about getting the crap scared out of you. (laughs) Oh, have you checked the children? Yeah. (laughs) That that one is scary without actually showing anything. I don't know how the hell that movie got an R rating. Yeah, I don't know. 
At the end, I can't. I think in the new, I think they had two. Didn't they have a new one? And at the end, the children survive, and in the original, they didn't. Yeah, the original, the remake is just her running around in a forest with the killer chasing her for ninety minutes for no reason other than there's supposed to be a killer there. Yeah. Don't you consider that lazy writing when they have a killer, a monster, or whatever conflict there just because? It's a horror film, and they're yeah. supposed to be there. Yeah, kind of like don't blink. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's kind of lazy. The other one was tricky, though, because they were already dead. He kept on calling her, telling her to go check them, and they were already dead. Yeah, that was based on the urban legend. Was it? I didn't know that. Yeah, the first 20 minutes, you know, she calls the police and they're like, the killer is in the house. It's in the house. <laughs> and depending on what version there is, uh, we get the movie version where the kids are killed or mm-hmm. the cops get there too late and they're both killed. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of I am the bloody finger and I am two blocks away from your house. Yeah. Or Candyman. <laughs> Except yeah. in Urban Legend, Candyman gets off real bad. Right. It's the, like Killer the with show. the hook, and then the hook, he gets the hook in the car door, and then they drive off, and then they find his bloody hook where he ripped it off of his hand. <laughs> yeah, the shows never seem as bad as with Urban Legends. They make them out to be really, really freaky, and then by the time you get to the Urban Legends, it's like... I mean, by the time you get to the movies, they have to cut out half of the good stuff because suddenly all the little kids like to watch all the good horror movies and they have to sweeten them up. Like Terminator, for example. Terminator, not not a horror movie, but Terminator was, the first one was pretty graphic and, and awesome. And the second one was fun, but not gross. And the third one was kind of silly. You know what I mean? They just get worse and worse as they go along. Yeah, the first one, he was just like your basic 80s serial killer. <laughs> exactly. You realize they're a robot. Mm-hmm. That's the problem going when, they the cut, when they made Michael Myers and Jason into the Terminator. Yeah, the non-stop killer is going to show up no matter what and come back in the next one even if after you bury him. Yeah. He'll come back to somebody yeah. else. Well, Halloween and Friday the 13th are based on like urban legends too. See, I didn't know that either. Yeah, the babysitter <laughs> story. You know. Mm-hmm. But they were like, well, if you really look at them, they're very moral stories. If you go out and screw around and do drugs, you'll get killed. <laughs> Tell people that too many times. It's going to be like Peter calling Wolf and they're not going to believe it anymore. Yeah. Or they get mad when the movie doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
How long have you uh, been writing stories? Well, I've been writing since seventh grade, but writing professionally only. Oh, well, okay. Writing stories professionally since I started my podcast, really. I wrote a novel once and sent it in, and they sent it back and said, this is wonderful, but it's not for a market. It wasn't horror. It was a mainstream. And after that, I kind of got into high tech and didn't have time. So yeah, I just started your stories three would years be ago. great during the splatterpunk era, the late 80s. Yeah. That's where all my ideas probably come from. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, splatterpunk at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing that we didn't have to go to the gory films. If the movies weren't bloody enough, we're just going to get a book. Mm-hmm. True. Like Clive Barker's Books of Blood and things like that. Mm-hmm. That's true. And like, did, he, did he have the mainstream like guy? Yeah, I I don't, you know, I don't do a lot of reading these days on stories because I don't want to accidentally write something that somebody else has done, yeah. you know, because things pop into your head after you've been writing, or after you've been reading, things pop in your head, like, oh, that sounds like a great idea, wait a minute, somebody already did that, I don't want that to happen to me, so I'm kind of missing out on a lot of what's being written these days. Except for Dean Kim, well, because he usually writes crime. Uh, it just seems like you can't get much good stuff nowadays. Really? So yeah, you don't, even you don't read like King stuff is King? just write him writing because he loves to write. Yeah. Have you ever had to do that, uh, be writing a story, then you realize you're writing it just to write, and it really isn't that good because there's no passion or heart into it? No. I I don't. That's why I have so many breaks in writing, because I can't do that. I can't sit down and just write to write. I have to have something boiling in there to do it. And just sit down and start writing. That's what people say. Yeah, just sit down and start writing, and you'll figure it out. It's like, no, because it doesn't go anywhere. It has to be an idea. Yeah. Yeah, the, the idea uh, never ends the way I plan. I'm going to five hours just so I can go, crap, this is going nowhere, and throw it in the bin. Right, it's a waste of time to do that. I have I have other things I have to do. Yeah, like, like your bracelets. When did you start with those? Oh, um, I started those just a few weeks ago. But my my first idea was just to have little spooky boo charms on them and sell them with little spooky boo charms. And I saw all of the cute Halloween charms, like skulls and wolves and spiders and all kinds of things. And I said, okay, I, I got to do this. 
Yeah. Once you get into the beads, it's like a big dark pit, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Oh my! They got they got little wolves. They got this. They got this. <laughs> I know. And how much oh, are no, you charging? Oh no! I gotta spend more money. Yeah. How much are you charging for bracelet? A bracelet. Oh, uh, they're twenty dollars a bracelet. Oh. That includes cool. shipping. Yeah. Not and are available on your site and your other stuff, right? I haven't added them yet to that site. I should, but I haven't yet. I'll be adding them. I will. Just I'll add them to Scary Story Time tonight. But they're on Etsy, under Spooky Boo Rogues. Yeah. Because somebody had Spooky Boutique, B O O T I Q U E. Somebody had that already, but they're not using it. So. I know it's kind of hard to find a name that someone isn't using across the board. Exactly, it is. It's really hard. So, now I had one, when I used to do tech work, I had one that somebody, I mean, they just right out took. I had been using it since 1999 or something, and yeah. they just went and took it. <laughs> I was like, okay, nice. But, um, and no one checks copyright whatever. or has the politeness to. Mm-mm. That's one of my big problems with YouTube these days. Everyone is a small content provider is having troubles with YouTube nowadays. YouTube will force mm-hmm. you to put their ads on, and YouTube will make their money. But if you try to make some for you, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Like Terminators walking around naked. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> but um, how are they putting ads on that? Because the supposedly the advertisers don't like to see inappropriate things or hear horror stories or use content or, or whatever. Copyright so material. Mm-hmm. Well, they have I always love that probably, you go but... on YouTube and you see these movies that's up there in full in between the ad for the version that you can rent or buy on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah, that's what they do, yeah, and that's how they make the money. They don't want you little guys making the money. Mm-mm. It's like, okay, the big guys will pay us to make money, and then... Right. Or when you put up a movie that is out of copyright, like Night of the Living Dead. This has happened to me twice. I put up Night of the Living Dead, and somebody claimed copyright on it, even though there is no copyright on it. Yeah, there is and a so copyright on me. it. Just that no one ever knew there were a copyright because when George Romero and the Image 10 guy changed the title from Night of Anubis to Night of the Living Dead, they forgot to put their copyright card on it. Yeah, they didn't do it in the original. So it's like the movie that's on YouTube is usable. You can use it anywhere. It's in the public domain. Well, no, they got the copyright. You know the Criterion version that came out? No. 
Well, it came out about three years ago, and they officially have the copyright back. Okay, that's that version. That's not the version that's on the other one, though. Yeah, it's the same one, the 1968 version. Hmm, didn't know about that. Well, this was before that even happened then. Because this was like when my channel first started and somebody claimed it. Some guy in India claimed it. Oh, yeah. And they did. And Stephen King had let out a story. He said, you know, people can use this and they can copy the text and use it. So I messaged him and said, can I use this on YouTube? And they said, yes, you can use this on YouTube. So I read the story on YouTube thinking this is going to be great. Nobody else has done this yet. That moment, 24 or an hour, okay, you have the first 24 hours to really make your video scream at other people so that you can get ratings and boosting and everything. An hour after it goes up, not more than an hour, somebody from Malaysia claims copyright on it and ruined my whole plan. And I could not get them to remove the copyright on the Stephen King story for days. I was so mad. Well, the thing is that there's people, that was their business is to do copyright claim jumping because YouTube has said they would rather err on the side of the people who claim copyright than to Mm -hmm. make one mistake. Well, how much did they they're try messing to get you a lot of people up. Oh, they didn't get me to try to pay. And they, they, all they did was, what they do is they, they either turn off the video and say you can't use it. They didn't try to blackmail me with it or anything. They turn off the video or they say, okay, anything that you're making in this video, we're going to give to that other channel or give part of it. So yeah. that's how some music stays on is because they share it with or they give the whole thing to the original producers or the original musicians, which is fine. If I was a musician, I'd be fine with that. I'd be like, okay, you can use my music, put yeah. maths to it, whatever you're going to do, as long as I get the money. And you can keep it on. But um, these people, I don't know why they get it taken down because I'm not monetized now. And I wasn't monetized when this happened. So I don't know what their point was, but it eventually well, got cleared because I fought well, it. Well, I'm, I'm not monetized either, and they pulled one of my episodes off of uh, Apple Podcasts. They're like, you have failed copyright, which I, accidentally, which I used music, bad, bad me. And they're like, mm-hmm. we're going to pull your entire show unless you do something about this. And settle things with the claim guy. And then I waited, and I'm like, ah, just let him take it down. I only got one, to, I only got about 10 or 15 subscribers on there, and they, they can listen to it other places. Mm-hmm. And it turned Apple out, instead of taking that, down surprised. my whole show, they just took down oh. one episode. Mm. <laughs> wow. I'm I'm surprised Apple Podcasts did that. I'm not. 
What, what it, was it? All it is is just the person just claims the cop, music copyright and all that. Oh, so it actually was a copyrighted song by somebody being used on the show. Yeah, on a five-year, it was a five-year, it was about four or five-year episode, so it it was played out anyway, so I could give a darn if they took it off or not. Oh, yeah, they're gonna do that, unfortunately. I always use um, not it's not public domain, but they like uh, Creative Commons stuff. Like this guy named really good dark music composer named I think he calls himself Miyuji M Y U U J I. He's really good, so I use yeah. a lot of his music. And as long as I give him credit, he says go ahead. So I usually use his stuff. Cracks me up how they're doing nowadays. Like, uh, there's a couple of Twitch streamers where, have you heard about this girl called Pope- Pokeanix who was on Twitch? Mm-mm. Nintendo, she was popular on, she's popular on Twitch. Nintendo claimed copyright that she was stealing their copyright by playing videos of, recording videos of her playing their game. So they got mm-hmm. Twitch shut her down and took every freaking cent that they made off of her. Oh, jeez. Nintendo's notorious for doing that. Yeah. And then they bitch about us little people. Why don't you just do this and you can do that and you can use YouTube to make money and oh, no you can't. Oh, I was making money off of YouTube when they started AdSense because I, I have an AdSense account from way back when when Google started doing it. I had I had been making money off of YouTube for a long time. They said they just shut it off. They said, okay, you don't have you don't have a thousand subscribers, so we're just going to shut you down and not shut you down, but take away your money. So they did that, and I got the thousand subscribers actually. But by that point, I had like twelve hundred, fifteen hundred subscribers. And I got the amount of views, and I sent it. I resub, resubmitted this monetization. They said, "Well, you're not compliant. You don't follow community standards." And I'm like, "What did I do? I do everything." And they're they're like, "You have reused content." I'm like, "I don't reuse other people's content." You know, <laughs> they just they ignored if me. You had, if they, you started a channel, and then and then. When you started the bigger channel, you consolidated your stuff from the first channel over to the new channel. They consider it reusing because you can reuse your own content. Oh, they! I think I was doing creepy pastas, and I don't know why they considered those reused content. I wasn't, that I wasn't was, that doing was, that, my... They did that to everybody. It's like, oh, you're using stuff you recorded earlier on a different channel, but you started a new one? Well, you're reusing someone else's content. It's my content. Uh, yeah. It's still reusing they, content. They gave, you got to get the other person to sign and all that. They gave they gave all of the other narrators that were having problems with them, they gave them back their channel. They said, here's your money back. Here's your stuff back. They still owe me fifty bucks. I haven't closed out my account yet, but but they won't give me mine. They won't even look at it. They said three months. They didn't even go back and look at it. It's been 
over, it's been almost two years now since they shut it down. Since they said, no, they're going to they're gonna take a look again and see if I got the amount of subscribers. Well, I have like over 2,500 now. And no, I don't have the amount of views that they wanted. They said it didn't matter. Once you get to the amount of views, once you get to what, what 400,000 minutes or something, I had that. Was it 40,000 or 400,000? I don't remember now. Once you get to that amount of minutes, they're not going to require you to go back up to that amount of minutes. They're going to review the channel again. Well, now they're telling me I have to get that amount, get the amount of minutes over again. I'm like, I stopped creating stuff because of you guys. I'm not going to do it all over again because you've shut it. I'm like your foot to the floor and then walking around in a circle and wondering why you're not mm-hmm. getting anywhere. Exactly. So I started podcasting, and podcasting is amazing. Spreaker is is Spreaker and Blog Talk Radio are owned by the same company, and and it's an amazing, amazing deal. I have yeah. just all amazing things. So, the same company as Blog Talk Radio, by the way. I'm ashamed. I know a girl that likes streakers. That's just obscene. <laughs> Spreaker. 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 <laughs> With a P. <laughs> not a T. But, yeah, it's like if you're not immediately a giant successful hit or a proven commodity coming in, they could give a damn if you make a penny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Who knows? Well, I don't know. They, they, they canceled. Um, oh, what was his name? Rob Dyke. Do you remember Rob Dyke? No. He used to he used to do true horror stories, like true true crime stories and horror yeah. stories and all kinds of cool, creepy stuff. And they had a problem with his name. Well, first he was too scary, so they did, they they stopped his money. I guess is is what I understand. But then they had a problem with his name because I believe they had a problem with the word Dyke in his name, and it kept causing problems with their with their um, censorship. <laughs> that makes me wonder about the people who are doing their censorship. If they look at some guy's name and see the word Dykes and they automatically think, <laughs> oh, my God, he's bees and sewing lesbians. <laughs> yeah. That is so funny. And I, I'm pretty sure that's what, that's what the second reason was. But And he changed it to his his one relative's name. I don't know. <laughs> That's the problem is that I don't remember his relative's name, so I don't know what channel to tell you to look at. Because the relative's name's too hard. The other name was so easy to remember. Who's going to forget a name like Rob Dyke? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, they, that was too bad. But he was really big. He was huge. He was bringing in lots of money. I'm sure he brought them a lot of money because his his chats, his live chats, were just people just throwing money at him. But the advertisers had well, a cow. It's one of those. We want to be 
family friendly now. We want to make it safer. Right. So they take off all the fun stuff like River Johnny and <laughs> and yeah, all the, the stuff videos. that has something to. If you're too young or easily scared, don't listen to this. Right. Yeah. I don't know. We have to protect so the children. That's what parents are for. They should see the stuff we watched in driver's ed classes to keep us from going into car crashes. <laughs> right? Don't get drunk or this will happen to you. And they show all these dead people flipped over in a car, smoking. Yeah. yeah. Or real dead bodies. Mhm. Exactly. Yeah, kids. Kids are coddled now. I I don't know what they show in driver's ed. I I know my son got a speeding ticket. Not a speeding ticket. He got a ticket for turning into a lane at the wrong time or something, and he had to go to traffic school. And they didn't show any movies like that. He didn't have to watch that. We'd always have to watch that kind of thing. But his stuff was pretty yeah. easy. Yeah, a lot of the horror story, short stories started from that, of the parents wanting to scare or warn the kids. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There's not going to be any horror writers left. Nobody with any good ideas. Yeah. <laughs> And they'll make stuff like uh, Twilight, and then that'll be the only thing to read. <laughs> no one saw the Twilight. We need stuff like that to get in the new fans. But what's going to happen when the new hand? It's like, what happens when the new fans want to get into the harder stuff? I don't know. You look at Twilight, you have to wonder which kind of harder stuff you're talking about. <laughs> Well, it's the like us. When we were kids, we had porn. things like uh, The Lost Boys. Uh, let's be honest, Friday the, the 13th. Right. Those were good. And then we like, wow, I wonder if there's anything harder than that. Then we watch Zombie and things like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what's without for kids these days. I watched it and it too and they were not scary. It the CGI they had the same I think problem is, with the book. The stuff with the kids is very interesting and a great story. Mhm. The stuff with the adults is stuff that we've probably seen a million times before and after it. Mhm. Yeah. No, I, I. It's been so long since I read it. I don't remember a lot of what was in the book. That's back during Stephen King's cocaine years when he's like, he's like, okay, I'm gonna write a 500 page book. No, it needs to be <laughs> 2,000 <a> page. <laughs> Let's add a few million words in it. Yeah, he's. He talks too much in his books. I really, I really enjoy them, but he goes on and on and on and on and on and on. That's the difference between why I like Dean Coons better is because you can 
you can take a Dean Tennant's book and finish it from start to end and read the whole thing, and it was action the whole time, and there's no going off in any tangent of anything any time that I've noticed. Yeah. It's start to finish. Yeah. And he writes, yeah. he writes like 8,000-word short stories now on Kindle Unlimited where you could just get them all for $9 a month and just read a bunch of Dean Kuhn's short stories, and they're awesome. They're like many chapters of the book. I like them. Yeah, if you've but, read Stephen King's on writing, he even talks about that, admits it, that during that whole period that he wrote on cocaine and that he just kept writing and writing and writing and writing and writing and really couldn't find a way to stop. Oh, I had no idea. I didn't know that. I didn't read that. I want to. I haven't yet. Because that's always my problem with King is that he never could land an ending much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stuff isn't... It always ends up with an alien or something at the end, it seems. It's never, except for the last one I read that I can't remember the name of, it was not an alien. It was like a demon. But usually it's some outer space thing that takes off, like it and Tommy Knockers. And even Pet Cemetery. I think, was an, was an alien in the end, wasn't it? No, it was a Wendigo demon. A wizard? Oh, I'll have to reread it, I guess. Wendingo. I thought it Wendingo? Yeah. I thought I thought it was I thought it was some alien thing talking to him by the way it was the cat was talking to him. I don't remember. No, it was an Indian demon. Hmm. But it was only <laughs> in the book a... and the movie for about five minutes. Mhm. Yeah. Oh, and don't forget his worst, the alien shit weasels that explode out your butt. What? What is that? Oh, Green those little... Yeah, I remember those. That was gross. The alien guy sitting on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, that was some of my favorite Stephen King books was uh, Night Shift, Skeleton Crew, his short story books. Yeah, those are good. Those are good. Because they go from start to finish. It's like one... That's why I like writing the short stories, because they go beginning to end, you have a point, you get there, something gross happens, something happens to somebody, and it's over with. But people like story build-up. They like the learning about the characters and their lives and everything, and... Yeah, meandering. I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't care who they slept with in in twelfth grade. If they're yeah. not a part of the story, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> yeah. Purple prose. <laughs> <laughs> I heard they don't do purple prose anymore. I heard they go right straight to the point. <laughs> And for those who don't know what I'm talking about, it comes from a book called Writers of the Purple Sage. 
And it comes from a scene in the book where Zane Gray spends about five pages describing a tree that the hero was walking past and the history of the tree. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this it, tree has been around for blooming? five generations. His father was burnt in a forest fire, but his mother lived and then he was born. His mother was used to build a cabin, and he's still there on the road today as the hero walks past on his way to town, you know. <laughs> wow. That's the problem yeah. with a lot of writers padding out books. Mm-hmm. It's true. So, so what is your favorite horror book that you've read? Bubba Hotep by Joe R. Lansdale. I've read that. You have? Cool. No, I haven't. Okay, here's the story. Uh, when he was in the middle age, Elvis signed a contract with this guy so he could escape being famous. But... He ended up burning up the contract in his trailer, and the guy ended up dying in a heart attack, so there's no proof that Elvis is really Elvis. He ends up in a nursing home, and him and a black guy who's JFK, who thinks he's JFK, and that the CIA and Johnson put a brain implant in his head, have to fight a mummy that's come back to suck the souls from the other people in the nursing home. Sounds fun. It is. And my favorite short story, which you need to look up, is called The Night They Missed the Drive. The Night They Missed the Horror Show. Really? Who who did that one? Jar Lansdale. Okay. It's about two guys who uh, don't go see Night of the Living Dead because there is a black guy in it, and they end up... <laughs> accidentally running into, after a series of situations, a group of guys who are making a snuff film out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, and they create snuff films, snuff film. they've created a snuff film out of these two guys that didn't like the movie Night of the Living Dead? No, uh, for some reason they're bored and they tie a dead dog to the car. And the two snuff guys are so offended by that that they kill them. (laughs) (laughs) That's sick shit. I mean, he's driving around with a black guy, but but tying a dog to your bumper? That's not right. People, people. Ugh. What's your favorite uh, horror book? Oh goodness. Um, 
Hmm, I've read so many. I enjoyed there. I don't remember the author's name. There was a like a kind of like a sci-fi horror book called Vampires with a Y. And I I've read so many books. I I couldn't tell and you the which one. And the S was a dollar were. sign, wasn't it? I don't remember. I don't think so. I think they were created by test tube babies or something. They're vampires and and they were trying on world domination. I don't remember the dollar oh. sign though. And there was a vampire hunter out to kill them all. Yeah. I like vampire stories. Not not the vampire romance story that can't stand those. It's just like so sappy. But I I'm I love vampire stories. <laughs> you know. And Rice. I, I like Queen of the Damned and and um Interview uh, with the Vampire. My was favorite is those books. Which one? We'll start the second one. Yeah. That was a good one, The Vampire Let's Start. So the, I like the, the, I like damn, the uh, damn. Sort of disappointed me because it meandered too much and it had a not that good of an ending after all the setup of the second book. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, plus, they're really long, too. You know, those those are like really thick books. It's like, oh gosh, I gotta sit here and read this whole thing. But (laughs) but there's not a lot of padding. uh, Vampires. I'm sorry. Nothing wrong with nothing wrong with liking vampires. No, nothing at all. And werewolves too. Werewolf stories are awesome. I love werewolves. Yeah. Oh, the howling. Yeah, I've actually got the novel of that one, the tie-in novel version, but I've got the novel to the howling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my favorite kind of stories, my real ultimate favorite kind of stories are like like the movies I saw at church, the, the end of the world, the revelation stories, the that's why I like The Stand. That was one of my favorite Stephen King books, is The Stand. Yeah. And the show. Because there wasn't a lot of... I don't, I don't remember a lot of fluff in that. Mm, but from, no. start to begin, from start to end, it was just one thing after another. And maybe that's why I've had such a hard time writing lately. It's because right now we're going through some weird stuff. And it's kind of like that. <laughs> Yeah, that's like. But those are my favorite kind of movies. Or yeah, books. like, how can I top that? Right. And then. How can I top that? We all have to wear a mask and, yeah, and everything. Yeah, then you watch the news and you're like, oh, God damn. Oh, you can't top that. <laughs> or or you want to write something like that. People are like, you're just writing that just because it's happening. You know, <laughs> whatever. So. That's when I go, yeah, ain't it cool? <laughs> They're just walking up to me with a silver freaking plate and saying, here's a bowl bunch of ideas. All right. 
I'm going to scare the hell out of you so you never come out of your house again. Yeah. I've never <laughs> understood that. I've seen people just do that, you know, like, oh, you're just, they're they're just cashing in on a, on a modern event. I'm like, so? <laughs> All right. Got to make money somehow. <laughs> like that movie Contagion. Do you think anyone watched that damn thing before COVID? I, I like those. I don't know. I did. I like the virus movies. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't that big of a box office hit. And then the, about no. two days after the co after COVID hit, it was the number one renter on Amazon Prime. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I don't think they're still watching it though. I think people are pretty much done with it and bored with it, and they want to move on. They're looking for escapes, and I don't blame them. Mm. Yeah. No. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I just like horror stories. Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't like the ones where kids and animals all get mutilated or they they. What is that Siberian whatever movie oh, that's out there? Serbian I can't think of film. The name, but Serbian I love film. The I won't watch that. The Serbian film, but the movie itself got a little got too stupid for its own good at the very last at the last half of it. I've never seen it. I refuse to see it because I heard they do some really obscene things in there. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, just, I, I don't think you know. Horror to me is 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 going to be a supernatural thing and not some perverted nutcase that's doing perverted things to people. Yeah, yeah. So I watched it. Uh, I've never understood the hype. Other than people just saying, look how tough I am. I watch Serbian film. I am very macho. <laughs> Isn't it just a bunch of gore? Yeah. Gore. Uh, going for chi- uh, child exploitation, which is a really low-hanging fruit if you want to shock somebody. Yeah, well, I won't watch it just for you. I canceled Netflix because of cuties, okay? I'm not, I just, no. Draw the line on that stuff. Um. <laughs> that po- I don't know about the movie, but that poster was just, my neck hurt after watching that poster from just shaking it back and forth. It's what I call a shoot me thing. Of a Serbian someone film? walks up to someone with a gun or a cop and goes, shoot me! Bam. <laughs> what? You're shocked that you got shot after telling someone to shoot you? <laughs> yeah. 
And it's the same reason know. why I've never seen any of the Jeepers Creepers films. Oh, yeah, I won't watch those. Those are banned in my life. Because the guy yeah. was a pedo. He's <laughs> like, no. And it doubly offends me because he molested the kid on a movie set. And they're letting right. him back on fucking movie sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, let's see, 956, uh, Spooky has to go. Yeah, so, I got to go. Hopefully she'll get me a story before the show comes out. You want me to send you a story? If it's an old one, just get a good one. That way we can use it as a... Get a good... If you're going to get the old one, get a good gateway one. That'll make people go, man, I want more of that stuff. <laughs> Okay. All right. So I could always send you a creepy pasta, but I don't write those. So. Oh yeah. But yeah, I have to. I have to go get somebody. So. Yeah. Um, thank you well, for having me on. Well, thank you for being on. It's been fun. Yeah. Okay. I will talk to you again. And good night and happy Halloween month, everybody. There's more to come. Happy Halloween. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.